Well, I heard a lot of form analysts on Saturday morning thinking, yes, Imperatriz will win. And as we know, it was just a walk in the park and she won. Um, one, it's not just scratched at the gates, but many were thinking he could run second or a place behind Imperatriz. And Matt Smith's with us to bring us the latest on this son of Cepedo. Good morning. Good morning, Steve. Where do we sit with him? What ha well, actually, what happened first of all there behind the barriers? Well, he just got, um, he was in the gates uh, and he got his foot up on the sideboard with the jockey stand on. He just somehow got it up there. And, um, Blake said you couldn't believe he got it up there because it was, it was up there in a, in a flash. And then he sort of just got a bit awkward um, in the barriers in terms of trying to get it off. He couldn't get it back off. So they, the attendants were good enough. They, they got freed him up. And he had a little bit of skin off the legs, so he was scratched, rightly so. Um, you wouldn't want to take a chance when something like that happens. So um, he's just had a few light days. Uh, doesn't seem to be um, too much harm done at all. So um, he will be scheduled to have a jump out at Flemington on Friday. So uh, we'll just see how he goes in the jump out and how he pulls up, and then we'll make a plan from there. There's some lovely races at Flemington for him, isn't there? Uh, yeah, could possibly run Saturday week in the champion sprint. So that that's sort of the race, <clears throat> the last race left for him. So we'll just see how he goes, and he's got to, he's got to get through the jump out and, and pull up well before we consider it. So we'll see what happens on Friday. Yeah, and of course we know he loves the straight. His dad loved it, and he loves it. For sure, no, he's he's um, exciting horse. It's just yeah, it's uh, frustrating, but you know, sometimes these things happen. You just got to regroup and get it right. Mm. If he was in it, given the way the race was run, with her walking up front and sprinting home, um, would have been interesting because he would have been out the back, wouldn't he? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Blake was keen to sort of. Oh, was um, he? Either get on the back or be as close to her as possible. So I think he would have followed her through. That's what that would have been his plan. But I mean, how do you know like, what happened? Mm. But uh, but it made it difficult because they went pretty steady in the leader. Oh, they did. Just uh, went steady and sprinted home, so it was a bit of a non-event. But um, anyway, look, we'll see how we go this week, and hopefully we can be there Saturday week. That'd be fantastic. Have you organised the rider? Is it too early? Oh, Blake will stick with him, um, provided he gets through the jump out Friday in good shape. All right. And then will that be rest time after that, or is there any options to go further? Maybe Did you nom for Hong Kong at all the sprint? No, he'll just have a break then. I'm okay. getting ready for the autumn in Sydney. Done a great job with Freld so far. Um, star witness, she's five for five. She got the job done at the Valley, albeit narrowly. Great ride by Ollie to, to rate her and get her, get her over the line. What was her yep. time like in, in comparison with some of those other 9.55s we've seen this season? Well, it was only 0.1 or 0.01, I think it was, off, off the quickest time. So oh, bugger. To run the quickest time, to be fair, mm. but... Uh, yeah, she's still, I don't know if she really loves the track that much. She sort of changes legs a lot. And anyway, she's still running quick time, but um, uh, she's had a couple of goes there. Now, obviously, that was better than the start before. But um, yeah, look, she's, oh, you know, she likes, she's got that will to win. And, uh, you know, when they've got that, they can uh, they can sort of win races when they shouldn't. But um, she's, um, you know, good, tough filly. She's loads of speed and she should get better again, you know, next prep. Okay, so what might happen? Not sure what will happen with her now. She's still in Melbourne and um, she's just getting over the trip and the run. So she'll have an easy week this week and we'll sort of look to give her a bit of work next week and then we'll make a plan. But nothing locked in at this stage. Yeah, you must be delighted with the way things are going. You've trained about four winners from your past seven runners, something like that anyway. Yeah, well, look, it goes that way. Sometimes you have a spurt of winners and then you'll have a, a run of outs. But, um, you know, you've got to get the horses to the races. That's what it's all about. So... Sort of like to run them and um, let them do the talking. How's floating going? He's good. Yeah, he's come back great, actually. He, um, he's a horse that definitely likes a bit of giving the ground. So 
Um, we've got him in on Saturday, and uh, his trials have been excellent. But uh, he'll be better or at his best when he when he gets tracks with a little bit of cushion. Mm. So we just have to be careful how we place him. Okay. And besides um, bonus notches at Flemington Week, is there anything else there we can keep an eye on? Um, we've got Ethel Flat on Saturday in the Wakeful, and um, she's a really nice staying filly. She uh, worked well this morning. She'll go to the Oaks hopefully after the Wakeful Saturday. Um, and of course, we've got True Marble, who's uh, currently 24th in order for the Melbourne Cup, so we may have a Cup runner, which would be very exciting. So um, we've got a bit of action in there. But, um, we've got a few runners at Sydney as well to play to the Stars on Saturday. He's going super. And floating's going very well too. So, yeah, big weekend ahead of us. Yeah. Um, by the way, just with um, we think of the Sydney Cup, don't we? You looked home in that particular race before exposed to Jack Nailed him late through Marvel. Yeah. I know. It was, it was a tough watch. Yeah. <laughs> Get run down like that. But uh, look, he's a genuine two-miler. Um, he'll handle any sort of ground better with a bit of giving the track. And, you know, if he runs the two-mile strong, you know, he can run a good race. So yeah. that's what we're hoping. And that filly that won at Kembla, how do you say her name again, the 2000 that's in the Oaks? Ethel Fled. I think it's Ethel Fled. Ethel Fled. Yeah. Okay, but she's by no. Saxon Warrior, so you don't mind her. That's right. No, she's yeah. a really nice filly, um, and um, she'll stay all day, so the 2500 will not be a problem for her Thursday Thank, week. Thanks for coming on. Well done with the way things are going, Matt. Anytime, Steve. Yeah, Thank Matt you. Smith telling us about one of Snotch's trial, and then we may see him Flemington week, and uh, keep an eye on a couple of these, including... Uh, at the flag, flag, is that what he said? <laughs> By Saxon Morris, she won at Kembla going to 2000 for the first time. It was a set weight, uh, class one set weights, and a couple of other horses uh, we should keep an eye on as well. Old True Marvel, um, he's eight, but he may scrape into the Melbourne Cup. He's won eight from 53, and uh, he ran 10th in the Mooney Valley Cup there on uh, Friday night behind Cleveland, who's into the Cup now for Lloyd Williams. Hoping to get Lloyd, I don't know if he will this year. Of course, Fowler and Declare was second, and uh, of course, Lita Flair was favourite in that race, and she was retired after suffering an injury on the weekend.